And when you said it was good, because the devil's lie is all about death, and God's word is all about life, and the reason it blessed you to give that declaration and to receive it is because you spoke life, kingdom of God. You were fighting on behalf of the kingdom of God against the kingdom of the devil in people's lives. Say amen if you know what I'm talking about. Every single one of you are commissioned to that. And the power you have in you is not your strength. It'll never be your strength. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. And so what we're going to do today is we're going to pray for healing for people. We're going to pray for healing for people in here, and we're going to pray for healing people who you know that aren't here. How many of y'all have somebody, how many of y'all here, how many of y'all in here or in any of the campuses need healing today? Raise your hand really happy. Very, very, well, very good that you're here. Sorry that you need healing, but, but that's life. It's life. Amen? How many of you know somebody who's not here that needs a healing you want to pray for? Amen? All of us. Okay. Now, we're going to pray for them in a minute. We're going to tell you a little story, and then we're going to commission you and give you the guidance on how to pray for you. How many of y'all are excited about that? How many of y'all are nervous about that? <laughs> same men if you're nervous about it. And same men if you're excited about it. And same men if you're going to do it anyway. Very good. There's a story in the Bible about a man, was, his son was demon possessed. And Jesus said, do you believe I can heal your son? And, and the man said, I believe, but help my unbelief. And Jesus said, I can work with that. And so whenever you do anything for the Lord, when you share your faith, when you pray for somebody, you may be a little nervous, a little apprehensive, you don't know what's going to happen. Fine. God can work like that. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You don't know what's going to happen. That's faith. That's how it works. Okay? And so we just got to trust God, His Word, and do what He says. So let's, let's read the story in the Bible real quick. And in this story, Jesus, who is our model. How many of you by a show of hands looked in the mirror this morning before you came in? Okay, okay let's, let's see this. How many of y'all did not look in the mirror? Wow, that's, that's amazing. You didn't look in the mirror at all. Okay, I, I, I believe you. I'm not, I believe you. I looked in the mirror. How many of y'all looked in the mirror a whole bunch of times? Had <laughs> a double check, triple check, quadruple check. When you, when you, when you want to see what you look like in the physical, you look in the mirror. You can ask somebody, but you might not trust what they say. So you want to look in the mirror and see yourself. Can you get amen? When you want to see what you look like in the spiritual, you look here. In other words, what power do I have associated with my assignment as a kingdom work? I look right here. What expectations has God put on my life? I look right here. What promises has God made for my life? I look right here. I don't look in the physical mirror. I don't look at my emotions. I don't look at my memory. I look at what does the Bible say. Are y'all following me? And I was talking to one of the pastors this morning. He said he has an iPhone, and he, and he only uses iPhone as a clock. Like, he doesn't, like, call people on or text people or get emails. He just uses it as his watch. Say amen if that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much more potential on the phone. Can I get an amen? A lot of y'all are like that. You, you've got saved, you've got all this power, you've got the Holy Spirit, but you're only using the Spirit of God as your clock. And God wants to do so much more in your life. And, and you know, we have our, our life class. Our life class today is all about learning your spiritual gifts, learning about all the apps God downloaded into your spirit. That's it. Because if you don't know the apps today, you're not going to use them, and you're going to walk around using this with this powerful tool that you're not even using. Are you following me? Okay, let's read it. This is, this is our model, Jesus. Look what it says. In Luke chapter 13, it says, 
Verse 10. As he was teaching in one of the synagogues, Luke 13, 10, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Everyone say spirit of infirmity. There are spirits associated with the kingdom of the devil. They are organized. They understand how you think. They understand how to manipulate you, discourage you, mislead you, tempt you. Okay? The spirit of infirmity, a spirit that gives sickness, the spirit of fear. How many of y'all experience fear? You just mind your own business, nothing's going on. You wake up or you drive down the street, you talk, and all of a sudden, fear comes upon you. Can I get amen? Amen? Because it's a spirit. That spirit speaks to you. It starts telling you the sky is falling. It starts telling you people are saying this about you. It starts telling you about the future and threatening doomsday in the future. And it, is, and it speaks to you where you even have a conversation with it. And it comes, and then sometimes it goes away, and then it comes back again. And it has a regular pattern because it just wants to keep you beat down. The spirit. That's why we are in a spiritual war. You are in spiritual warfare every day. The kingdom of God is a kingdom in the spiritual world. He has angels. He has uh, organization and structure. The devil has a kingdom. He has organization and structure. You are in a spiritual battle. It's not about information in your head. It's about a relationship with the spirit. So here this woman has a spirit of infirmity. And it says in verse 11, she had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise her up. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said to him, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. When Jesus saw her, everyone say saw. As a kingdom warrior, you have to use the eyes that God gave you to look for the works of the devil in people's lives. When you see people arguing, you know the devil's getting there in pride, arrogance, ego, insecurity, gossip. Okay, that's not of God. That's not from heaven. That's from the devil. When someone comes after you, you have to understand it's a spiritual warfare. Someone's attacking you, it's a spiritual warfare. Okay, God, I, 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 I got to do something about that from, from a spiritual perspective. And he sees this woman, and he says, I'm going to speak life over her. And it says, he says in verse 12, woman, you are loose. Say loose. And then it says, he laid his hands on her. Remember we talked about that hands having the powerful anointing of God? Your hands represent God's hands. He wants to lay his hands on you. We're going to do that in a minute. Don't get freaked out. We're just going to ask you if you don't know the person you're praying for, just to put your finger on their shoulder. We'll give you instruction on that later. And if you don't want someone to put their finger on your shoulder, you just do this. <laughs> we'll remind you again in a minute. He laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Say she glorified God. This is never about us. It's always about God. This is never about us. It's always about God. Verse 14, the ruler of the synagogue answered and said with indignation, because Jesus healed on the Sabbath, he said to the crowd, there are six days in which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath. In other words, God doesn't do his work on the Sabbath. We're only supposed to follow God and do God's work six days a week. This is what the religious says. And Jesus is going to shoot that down. And it says in verse 15, the Lord said to him, hypocrite. Everyone say hypocrite. Um, hypocrite, does not each of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loose from this bond. In other words, he understood that her bondage was spiritual and initiated by, by the fallen nature of us. When you see people arguing, and especially if someone comes after you, you need to know it's not really about you. There's a spiritual battle going on. 
Because if we were, if, if there was no sin in the world, we would have nothing but love for each other and patience for each other and be speak nothing but love. But it's when the devil gets in and, and gets in our head with pride and lust and anger and jealousy, we say stuff. We give voice, we saw last week, to the devil. When we talk about speak death to people. Jesus spoke life to people. Jesus prayed life over people. And it was the power of the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that's in you, by which those things happen. So look at your notes, three things that we're going to do. Number one, kingdom warriors have eyes that see the healing or kingdom restoration opportunity. When you see someone who's sick, when you see someone whose relationship is broken, when you see someone who's sad, when you see someone who's discouraged, that is a kingdom of God restoration opportunity that God can replace sadness with joy, health. He can replace sickness with health. He can restore relationships that have been broken. There are some of y'all have been in relationships and you've been fighting for so long you see no hope of reconciliation. God can reconcile that relationship. You should go to a counselor if you can, but the ultimate counselor is God himself. Because not only can he counsel you, he can just change your heart. Okay? Number two, kingdom warriors extend, hand, extend hands and carry the healing power of God. You don't have to touch someone to heal them. But God often did. He put his hands on people's tongues, in their ears, on their eyes. And, and, he, touched, and he touched this lady. He put his hands on her. Often he did. But sometimes he didn't at all. He was just, matter of fact, there's one story he prayed for God. And he was across town. Someone came and said, can you pray for my servant? He said, he's healed. He wasn't even there. So there's no one way, okay? And kingdom of God's, kingdom, kingdom warriors give prophetic declarations of life. May God bless you. May God encourage you. May God give you a word. May God open your eyes of how much you put plans he has for your life. Speak life. Don't give voice to death from the devil. Give voice to life. Give voice to the Holy Spirit by faith. And even when you are down and out, discouraged and dark, God says he will lead you through the valley of the shadow of death. He will never leave you or forsake you. And some of y'all are carrying burdens today. You're carrying heavy burdens. God says, I am right there with you. And I'm going to draw, you're going to, you are going to draw closer to me because you're scared. And you're going to realize my mercy never, never will leave you and get you through your, your trials. But sometimes you need someone else to tell us that. So let me tell you that. God will never leave you or forsake you. God knows what you're going through. And God is a powerful God. And God wants to use you in someone else's life. Can I get an amen? And you just have to believe that by faith. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Turn on the back of this. Lesson. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for each other and heal. Now, I want you to imagine, I'm, I'm going to ask all y'all to pray for someone. I mean, you don't have to, but you, if you could pray for someone, and then if you could receive prayer on behalf of for yourself, or if, you, if there's nothing wrong with you, you can say, can we pray for my mom, my uncle, whatever, whatever, somewhere, and it doesn't matter where they are. They could be all the way around the world. There's, their physical proximity means nothing because the Holy Spirit's everywhere. Can I get Amen. How many of y'all have something to pray for? Just raise your hand. Real high. Really good. Very good. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to take you through a simple prayer. There is no magic to this format. It is just a format. There is no one format other than inviting the Holy Spirit to do the work. It's not you. It's not me. It's the Spirit of God. Can I get an amen? You need to understand that all you're doing is giving voice 
and faith to access the power of heaven. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to say to the person around you or who you're with who needs the healing, describe what needs to be healed. So you're going to say, can you describe who needs to be healed? And because we don't have a lot of time, you don't have to go into five years of history, you can just say, my leg. <laughs> I have a pain. My uncle's eye. You know, you, you get where I'm going, right? God knows, God knows. By, by you saying it, you're, you're exercising faith. Then you're going to say, do you believe that God can heal you or him? And you can say yes or no. Or you can say, I do, but I doubt. That's cool. Just be truthful. Okay? Guess what God said to the man who's born? Remember I told you his boy was deep to us. Jesus said, he said, I believe, but I have unbelief. Can you help me with that? Jesus said, yes, I can. Matter of fact, I've seen God heal people who said, I don't believe you can heal me. And God says, so is that right? Boom. Then, number three, do you need to repent of anything? You got bitterness, lack of faith, resentment. You mad at God? Say, God, you know, I'm sorry. Before I ask you to heal me on my arm, I want to just ask you to forgive me for downing me or for what I did last night or the attitude I brought into church today. Just ask God to forgive me. And then you're going to invite, number four, invite the Holy Spirit to heal and restore saying something like this. Holy Spirit, I believe that you can heal me. I invite you to destroy the works of the devil and heal Mary of whatever she said. She got a bad tongue. Heal her of the devil. Bring kingdom of God alignment to their body, relationship, thoughts, emotions, whatever it is that needs healing. Okay, last one. This is the most important, I should say most important. This is the part you do not want to leave out. You want to ask them, how do you feel? Because it's one thing to say, it's one thing, you ever have people say, I'll pray for you, and then they leave. <laughs> Can I get an amen? How many of y'all have done that before? Okay, okay. If you're going to pray right now, like I, I like to pray like right now. Because I'll say, hey, I'll pray for you, and I'll go, okay. And I'm going to know right now, they're like, right now? Right here? Yes, right here. And before they can walk away, dear God. So, if you, and, and then the next thing is that if you pray for someone to be healed, don't say, hope everything heals fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But why don't you say, how do you feel? Did God heal you? Because by doing that, you are actually demonstrating that you believe he can. And right now. People get healed in stages over time, so if something doesn't happen right now, it may happen tomorrow, it may happen another time. That's in God's timing, but... You are showing faith and being obedient to pray, and you are also being obedient and showing faith to receive the prayer. But what we want to make sure is that no matter what happens, whether you have 100% healing, 10% healing, or it's happening in stages, it's going to happen later, uh, that you feel loved. But you never feel like, well, it didn't happen to me, God doesn't love me. No, God's in, we're all in process. Are you following me? We have to keep praying, keep praying. Jesus had to pray for a guy twice. He was blind, he prayed for him, he was like, ah. Can you see? He says, kind of. And then Jesus had to pray for him again. Okay? So, process. Are y'all following me? How many of y'all? How many of y'all ready? How many of y'all ready? Okay. Say amen if you're excited. Yeah. Say amen if you're nervous. Yeah. Say amen if you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so here's what I'm going to pray for you, and then we're going to see some miracles happen. Lord, thank you so much for what's going to happen right now. 
Lord, you heal the blind, the mute, the deaf, the crippled, the diseased. You healed racial tension in the relationships when you spoke to the woman at the well who was a Samaritan and had no dealings with the Jews. But you said, no, I'm going to love this woman. You raised the dead. There was no work of the devil to divide and destroy our lives that you did not minister to and overcome them. So I pray for the next few minutes as we minister to each other that you, in a very powerful way, in all our campuses and all the microsites, would show up and heal people in the least. People would feel empowered to pray for other people, emboldened as kingdom warriors to trust you for miracles in their life. And they would realize that if they have the Holy Spirit in them, they have access to all the power that raised Jesus from the dead, as told to us in Romans chapter 8. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, find somebody and talk to them. Amen.
thank you so much for what you are doing in people's lives. Thank you so much for the courage and faith you are building in the saints and your kingdom warriors. And thank you for the people who have experienced healing. Thank you for the people who are sitting home right now saying, my leg feels better. Oh yeah, the people in the hospital getting ready to get up. We thank you for the miracles that are happening. We want to know about those. So thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand for the day. Amen. Before we pray, because we got one more thing to do. How many of y'all, by a show of hands, you came in, you had some kind of ailment, and you can feel that it is better? I, I, raise your hand. Anybody? Look at, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, how about this? How about this? In all the campuses, just do this one second. In all the campuses, if you said, no, I, God just did something in me, I just want you to stand up so we can all see you and give glory to God. Amen. Let's give glory to God. Let's give glory to God. Amen. 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 Come on now. Come on now. All the campuses. Come on now. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Now, if that, now, by the way, for all you who are standing, if any of you who just stood up, and you can say this near the campuses, if any of you who just stood up, if I met you before church and said, at the end of the service, well, I'm going to ask this question, and I'm gonna, I want you to stand up because I want to fake the people out. Do you know what I'm saying? Did any of y'all who just stood up meet me before service and I tell you, hey, when I do something in the service, I want you to stand up whether you got healed or not, just so I can fake the people out. Anybody did? No. What I'm saying? That was God. That was God. So you need to understand that. You need to understand. And by the way, if you have a text, if, they, if you got healed, can you, for all the campuses and microsites, if you got healed, we want to know about it, and you can text. Heal to five to five to five. We want to know. And by the way, you can put as much detail in there as you want. Okay? But we want to know about it. Amen. How many old bloods doing that? Amen. How many y'all sitting there going, that's all I gotta do? <laughs> Raise your hand. That's all I gotta do? Now, some some healings are you're gonna let me see. Pray longer, harder, and it was more of a battle. It's, however, however, anywhere you go, the Holy Spirit is not going to say, hey, unless you pray for an hour, I'm not going to do it. He just wants you to step out. And if you're listening to him and you're trusting him, you're going to start praying for somebody, and he's going to say, I want you to say this. I want you to say this. I want you to ask them this. And that's where your relationship with God gets strengthened and your gifting gets strengthened. That's why it's very important to go to life class and teach you about what gifts you have. And a gift means that you have a whole lot more fruit in a certain area. Everybody can heal the pray. But some people who are gifted with the gift of healing have more people get healed. And they are called to do it all the time. Okay? Uh, so you go to, go to life class. And in your R groups, our rock small groups, where you can also get prayed for as well. That's why it's important to go to your R group so it's not just on Sunday. Are you following me? All of you are kingdom warriors. And so I want to encourage you this week, pray for somebody to hear if you have your lesson plan and do that, or pray or speak life over somebody. This is so exciting. Yes. That you can go into Louis Vuitton store, please, <laughs> just to pray. <laughs> <laughs> Not to buy anything. 
and say, listen, I want to speak life over you, so you can give me a discount. I want to speak life over you. <laughs> there is no discount. I tried. <laughs> the number one healing that needs to take place is your relationship with God. It's called salvation. Salvation. Salvation is a healing event. It is where your relationship with God is healed, restored to what it was originally intended to be. Sin separates us from God. Jesus died on the cross to remove that sin so our relationship with God can be healed. If your sin isn't forgiven, you are God's enemy by your choice. But you can say, no, I don't want to be God's enemy. I want to be God's son and his daughter. And so today we're going to pray and give you an opportunity to ask God to forgive you of your sins so your relationship can be healed and you can have peace with God. Amen? Let's all bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. Lord, I pray for our church that we would be kingdom warriors outside of the church walls. And what we do in here, we would take to the streets. And that there will be miracles all through San Diego and beyond. We pray for all the people in the microsites. There will be miracles in the microsites. But Lord, there may be people, um, probably people who have never given their life to you, they need to ask you to be their Savior. If you would like Christ to forgive you of your sin, I want you to pray this prayer with me. And as you pray, you're asking God to heal your relationship with him. There may be some of you there, you've asked him to be your savior, but your relationship with him is strained because of your attitude or you've drifted away from him. But he wants to restore that relationship. So pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I know you love me. I believe Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead. Jesus, please forgive me of my sin. Come live in my heart. And be my Savior. Heal my relationship with the Father. I want to be born again. Lord, thank you for being patient. Thank you for loving me. I surrender my life to you. I've drifted away, but I want to come back home. Please forgive me. Fill me with the peace of God. As our eyes are closed and heads are bowed, if you pray that prayer, I'm going to ask you to stand. No matter what campus you're in, I'm going to ask you to stand up. And by standing, you are acknowledging a healed relationship. Your surrender to Jesus. So on the count of three, no matter what campus you're in, I'm going to ask you to stand. If you pray that prayer, I want you to stand to your feet. One, two, three. Stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Stay standing. God bless you. 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 Stay standing. God bless you. God bless you. Now, I'm going to ask all y'all who are standing to come down to the altar. If you're in the balcony, I'm going to ask you to turn around and walk up and usher to bring you down. The rest of us, what we want to do is we want to celebrate these people. We want to encourage them. So if you're standing up, come out of your seat, come on down to the altar. Let's do the man. Come on down. Come on down. All the way down. 
Pois, let's get it in there. 